Thanks for being here. We really appreciate you being here this uh, this afternoon. We're going to well, thank you for being here. <laughs> we could go back and forth to say that. Um, what you're going to uh, find out, this is, um, we've been doing the uh, spring break conference for a little while now, and we use it as an opportunity to uh, just kind of get away and really uh, get a chance to stretch our minds and thoughts while we're trying to relax and kind of take advantage of the fact that it's spring after a long winter and just enjoying each other's company. Um, we hope that you enjoy this weekend. And, and I, I thank you for being here. Um, I'm going to have to set this up here. So what we normally do when we have these conferences, just to give you a refresher for how we go about what we do, we, we take the opportunity to uh, have an in-depth look, and we form these out of relationships, uh, different relationships we have, whether it's relationships with the Lord, relationships with other people, we always go in-depth and take a look at that particular subject. And we give a lot of emphasis, frankly, with your relationship with God through Jesus Christ. That's one of the things that we'll be doing. Um, that's one aspect of it. Another thing that we do as well, too, is we always use biblical reinforcement. We always refer to Scripture. Um, we do refer to our Bibles, and we do look at subject matter with our Bibles. And so I would encourage you to... Uh, do that as well, too, as we go along, so that you're always uh, able to see those things. Uh, we always we do provide handouts. We didn't provide as many handouts this year. We, we did provide some because we were encouraging you to take notes and use those for the pur- purposes of doing question and answer participation. So we got a few handouts, but not too many this year because we think that the discussion alone should be able to carry everything along and move along nicely. And finally, the most important thing that I can think of to tell you is that this is a time for you to just kind of use this as a, as a way to get away and do something different from what you're normally doing. Enjoy the facility here. Relax and have fun. And part of that's going to be when we go out to eat, and some of us will be breaking up and going different places, and we'll talk about that more later. But this is a chance for you to relax. Enjoy this time. I promise you I'm going to use this time to relax. After as as busy as I've been, and I'm not going to get into all that, right? Amen. I promise. I, I you know, and it's interesting. And I, I have homework to do too for school that's due on Sunday. But I'm not. That's okay. We'll work on that on Saturday and Sunday. I'm not not really worried about that. But no, it's not an April Fool's joke. Well, you know, I, I thought about telling an April Fool's joke, but I would have given a lot of people a heart attack. I would have been saying. We're, I was going to tell a joke. I'll go ahead and tell you. I was going to say we're going to sell our house and we're going to move to Hilton Head Island in three months. Okay. See, that would have given me a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, he claps. That would have been April Fool. Um, and we so, come down every year and that's where we have a seminar. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We, 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 <laughs> we, believe, we believe in doing those things, Absolutely. So what are we going to be doing this weekend? Yes, I'm sorry. Housekeeping real quick. Right outside this door and to your right or to your left is going to be the restrooms. We have water on the side there. There's more pop in the refrigerator and water that's cold. And we have snacks that we'll let you guys take away later. And there's going to be some for tomorrow, too. So just so you know, we've got stuff. If you need something, ask me. I'll find it for you. Okay. 
No, that's fine. Yes. He got to it. So, what are we going to be doing this weekend besides ragging on each other? Um, the, the main topic of this and the whole subject matter is surrounded on making the right choices in life. That's what we're going to be doing a lot of. We're going to be having a discussion about that. It's going to be centering around making the right choices. If you have struggled at any time or if you've seen people in your, in your life struggling with the, the making the right choices or making choices that are beneficial, that's what this whole thing is going to be talking about and focusing on. Um, the other thing we're going to be doing as we go along is defining key words. There are going to be some definitions and words that you want to make a note of when we're doing this so that you can kind of follow along and do that. And I want you to be aware of that uh, because it's going to be important for us to understand, for example, when we talk about the word choice and the word decision-making, you're going to kind of see how that all works together. And all of this is going to be tied into a way where you're going to be looking at your personal development in Jesus Christ because that is what this is really all about. Essentially, you know, this, if I were to summarize the entire weekend, you're going to make better choices if you have a better, deeper relationship in Christ. Because that means you're going to be relying upon Christ in your thought processes. Okay? So let's talk about the introduction. So here we go. Choices. This is the first section. So it says, I have it here, yes or no. Should I do it? Or should I not do it? Choices. We face them every day. Amen? We always do. Some of them are about doing what's right or doing the wrong thing. Some choices may not have moral implications, but they still can be rather important if you're considering what might come after them. In other words, one choice will have an effect sometimes on what direction you wind up going in. So that means that there are no choices that any one of us makes in a vacuum. Now let's say that our choices would follow the principle of Isaac Newton's third law of motion. Does anybody know what that is? Very good. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Very well done scholars in here. Now we're going to borrow this statement to form our own hypothesis to allow for further exploration and even further expansion and discussion this weekend, which goes even beyond Isaac Newton's law. This one you might want to write down because you're not going to see it anywhere else. So here's our hypothesis. For every choice one makes, there are immeasurable consequences. For every choice one makes, there are immeasurable consequences. That's our hypothesis for this weekend. And you keep that in mind and then we'll come back to that and we'll have a discussion about that. So, as we talk about this, we're going to hopefully see how far-reaching the choices are that we make. Whether they are right or wrong or perceived as significant or trivial, there can be an effect on future events that can start like a snowball 
And when you roll a snowball downhill, what happens? It starts gathering more and more snow, and it becomes something that's really massive, and then it becomes overpowering. Out of control. So we're going to look at how words are defined throughout the seminar, but since we have a good idea of what a choice is, let's look at the definition of the word consequences for even more clarity. A consequence is a result of an action or a condition. Well, that's too early for dinner. Sorry about that. We'll no, it's not. We don't want to. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we're not going there yet. <laughs> Pardon me? Yeah, go ahead. Leave that. I'll leave that up. A consequence is a result of an or an effect of an action or condition. Okay. So, do you think, first of all, looking at our theory here? Now, consequences again doesn't necessarily have to mean a moral underpinning. I want to clarify that too. A consequence is something that doesn't have to be a bad thing. It could be something totally, you know, indifferent. Okay. But it bears discussion as to how important a moral underpinning is when you are making decisions that lead to a consequence. So let's discuss this theory. For every choice one makes, there are immeasurable consequences. What do you think about this? Any thoughts that you have about this hypothesis? That it's true. true. Okay, that's a, that's a great start. <laughs> it does have application. There is truth to this statement. There are innumerable variables variables that can impact a choice that you make. That's right. And when we say innumerable, innumerable, and I say, now you're adding an extra word here because innumerable means there's a number of different scenarios that can be impacted by a choice that you make. Gus, did you have your hand up? And some of those you will have control over, and some of them you may not have control That's over. right. You're going to give up. That's right. The ability to control. What's the choice? There you go. Some you might have control over, and some you may not have any control over. Right. Very good. Yes. Can you say some of the consequences can be good or bad? They can be good or bad. Yes. They can be good or bad, or may they, they may not have a moral impact one way or, or, or another. Good or bad is a, is a matter of interpretation to some people, but, but for, the, for our discussion here, we're saying bad means it's something that's outside of maybe what God would have us to do, maybe something like that, or it's something so negative that it has an impact on you as a person, and now you're having to deal with a situation that comes up from that. It may that. not be reconcilable. It may not be reconcilable. See, that's where that word immeasurable comes in. There's so much that can happen when you make a choice, you can't even begin to measure how far reaching that may be. Yes? There won't be a reversal of them. There may be no reversals of them either. You may not be able to do, have a do-over. Okay? Yes? One of the most important things is that you do it to yourself. That can be the case, too. You can do it to yourself. And, well, let's throw another wrinkle into it. Sometimes the choices that other people make have this mushroom effect, and it affects other people as well, too. Direct or yeah. You're directly or indirectly impacted in some way, shape, or form. Even though you're not the person making the choice, you're having to deal with some of those issues. What examples can you think of like that? You didn't make the final 
Duke did make the final he four. Did Duke did not make the final he four. That, yes, that is unreconcilable. That is irreconcilable. That's, that's what they all say, right? What else? Let's think of something a little bit more personal than that. Driving drunk. Someone driving drunk, making a choice to do that, can certainly impact and affect whoever that person runs into. And we've seen that in the news recently, too. Pardon me? No insurance. No insurance, all those things. That's right. And, you know, we've had a couple of instances in Cleveland where somebody, people were so drunk, well, one was actually trying to commit suicide, went on the wrong ramp going down the freeway. And so, and and that's, but those are choices that people have made based upon whatever has happened. But the consequences of that are something that will have, has a ripple effect. It has an impact. Any others as you can think of? What James want to say, if Donna don't cook, he don't eat. Donna will cook. It's really early for this. <laughs> We're getting started early, I see. Yeah, really. We got all we got we got tonight and tomorrow. <laughs> but there is a there is a consequence for that, but let's let's move on. Uh, and so from this discussion, I hope that you can see how far reaching the choices are that we make. They are far reaching they have an enormous impact, and we even talked briefly about what other people do. You know, none, none of you mentioned children, which I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Your kids, certainly, the choices that they make yeah. have an enormous impact on you, the parent, if it's something that affects other people. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and not even talking about children. My mother made a choice, even though she really didn't know what she was doing to cause property damage across the street from where she lives, and so we have to deal with that as an issue for her illness. But that's something that had nothing, it, I wasn't involved in that, but ultimately I have to deal with that issue as it comes up for what it's worth, okay? So, you know, whether they're right or wrong or perceived as significant or trivial, there can be an effect on future events that can start very small and then just keep growing. We're not going to solve anything here by this, but it's just the beginning of our discussion about making choices. What, what is this another side note? What about history repeats itself? History repeats you can itself. Make the same bad choice, or good choice, over and over again that have similar or same outcome. One person or different people? Different people. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That's true. That's a very broad expanse because, you know, in a society that we live in, we, we, we know what the difference is between right and wrong. And some people do just will choose to make good decisions or bad decisions based upon what they feel like doing. Okay. There's a personal stake in doing this. There are ramifications for those who are in our circle of influence or importance. So that's the important thing for us to see. We need to understand that the choices that we make do affect people in our lives. They do impact individuals. On a, from, a, from a church perspective, let's face it, if someone, you know, like they have the biblical method of correction that you refer to if someone is in sin, well, who does that impact? It certainly impacts the person who is in the sin, 
But it also has an impact on who? The church. The people in the church. And you have to make sure that you're managing and dealing with those very things. Okay? Yes. It also has an impact on how people perceive Christ. Yes. How they see him. It has a big impact on their, yes. their view of Christ through what you do. That's exactly right. It does have an impact on how people see the people who are involved, even in participating in this, as far as is Christ being reflected in that. That's a very good point. It's funny you mentioned that, too, because we'll be talking about that a lot today. Yes. Okay. But because of what happened to him and some choices he made, he has not been in a church for over 35 years. He just was not going to a church. Okay. And you can't tell him that doesn't have some eternal effect on what, how God could have used him. Yep. And what could have been, I don't want to say don't get a reward, but I mean, it has an eternal value. It does. It does. What we do, it does have an eternal value. God, God knows every single thing that you do and have done. He has an account for everything that we've done, which, if you really think about that, that's pretty daunting. It's serious. So that is something to keep in mind. We're not trying to make this a thing about, well, this is a daunting seminar. We don't want to do that. But we should be reminded of how a lot of that stuff can be resolved and dealt with because of what your relationship is with Jesus Christ. That will take care of a lot of stuff. Okay. Are there any other comments? No? You sure? <laughs> okay. Well, if there are no other comments, fine. Now we go, we can have dinner breaks. And, and that's what I wanted to make sure that we got started with the introduction and get going with this thing. Now, how many of you are familiar with all the restaurants here? There is... You, everybody, people know? No. All right, I'm, I'm laying them out for you right now. There, there are restaurants uh, all over the place here. Texas Roadhouse, right here in the same plaza. TGI Fridays, right here in the same plaza. Rockney's, Bob Evans, Red Lobster, Applebee's. Okay. And there's also Panini. And there is Panini. I didn't, I didn't add that to you. There is a Panini's around the corner, at the corner of Seals Corners and Hudson Drive. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm going wrong. Right. You're right. There's a, I did it to Rockies, didn't I? Yeah. Panini's is on the other direction going across the bridge. That's right. Yes. The, the top two has 10% discount. You got your, uh, key. Your key. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, 10%. Well, that's cool. On Texas Roadhouse and TGI Fridays because we're in the same plaza. That makes sense. Okay. All right. Real good. So you guys are free to go to dinner. Notice that we return back here by 7.30, and we resume the program at 7.45. And that program is only going to go for another 45 minutes after this, and then we get to enjoy our stay here. And then we have a full program tomorrow. Okay? You can do whatever you want. You can go swimming. Yes, there is. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll see you back here at 7, 7.30. It was really coming down earlier, wasn't it? I know.